Welcome back to Ghost Talk. This is Scott L. This is Amber, and we're going to talk about the stupidly complicated world of the UFO or UAP and all of the nonsense that's going on in the world today with this topic. This is something that I got into only because I saw a couple things. You were, well, you're also, since we've met, you've always been deathly afraid of this stuff, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a healthy fear when I was younger, and uh, the first time we saw our first UFO back in, what, 2007, eight, somewhere around there, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. They've come. Like, it's this is the end. Like, this is how I die. I'm getting abducted this way. I think our cats are getting our, abducted our, our as well. Are, our cats are, they're worried also. They're worried about the aliens, the, the alien <laughs> well, invasion. Know, the, and I think we said, we said this before a couple times on this show about the, you know, the idea of UFOs and, you know, the countless videos that you can go on YouTube or any, any platform and watch, um, and I've always kind of, even in the old days with Doug and Doug and me, we used to poke a little fun at some of these old YouTube videos oh, or, sure. or video, some of the old YouTube videos. You, go, oh my God, there it is right there, and you see this little blinking thing in the sky that you, it's it was you know shaky camera, the whole shaky camera thing. I mean, anything. Well, that's like been that. going on since day one. I mean, so literally when, people filming like you know plates yeah. in the sky and going, "It's a saucer." Well, that's faking it. I'm well, talking about whatever. people that may have really seen something, but it's hard to get really good evidence. Yeah, as and, we know from our first that, and that's, thing. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> our like, first time. We thought we thought we had the Holy Grail oh, yeah. on our on our video camera, and we look back at it now, and we're like, it looks like all the rest of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a stupid, grainy video. Yeah. And, and for those listeners that haven't heard this story, back in 2007, um, it was November. It was a clear sky. We were in Grand Haven, Michigan. And uh, kind of facing Lake Michigan, and we saw this. Uh, I was outside, me and my buddy Tom, and I looked up. Rest in peace, Mr. Tom. And I just started seeing this thing zipping. Like, I thought it was a plane at first. It looked, like it, was, like, it looked like it was something riding a half pipe. And then it just what it looked like. It just went like, boom, boom, doing these impossible maneuvers. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Tom, Tom, what is that? Then he watched it do these maneuvers in the sky, and he's like, "That's not a plane." And I'm like, "Oh God, here it is, here it is. This is this is the invasion of you know, oh God." Yeah. But then we watched it, and there I do remember there being lights on it. There was white, I believe there was white, white red, white, and gr- white, green. red, and green. It was Christmas. Ah, it was a Christmas UFO. And <laughs> so, and I have seen or read other people reporting similar things to what we saw that night, doing those kind of maneuvers with those colors on it. Now, of course, Tom Rand got his camera, set it up. We got nothing but blurry blue blob zipping around, not even zipping around, just yeah. you don't even see anything. But at least you, you it caught our the concern and worry in our voices as we're, we're observing what we're seeing. Yeah, and yeah. it disappeared for a bit, and that's when Tom went and got his camera and brought it back out, and it came right back. And I was busy watching. I was filmed. busy watching Police Academy. On yeah, the that's that's part of the legend. Scott, get out of here! Get off the couch! Stop watching Police Academy. Uh, so, anyway, that kind of got me on the path. Tom, of course, joined MUFON after that because uh, we we come from the ghost hunting back background. So we were paranormal investigators at the time, and yeah, yeah. Tom was kind of sick of the paranormal community. Like these people are all nuts, and they just infight. He's like, I'm going to the UFO world. <laughs> Those went, people full on too. All in fight. I mean, if you go on UFO Twitter, it is just, oh my God. It's just everyone fighting. Um, so it's the same thing. But 
anyway, a lot has changed since 2007 or eight, whenever the heck that was. Um, things have gotten crazier because mm -hmm. if we go back in time here a little bit to 2017, the New York Times released a big old article uh, saying, hey, the government's been, remember Project Blue Book? Remember all these programs they had? Well, they, they still study these things. And that's, even though the term UAP, uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, has been around for a while, that's kind of when I feel like it was introduced to the public. So on today's episode, we have two guests in the studio with us. We have not had someone in studio with us for a long, well, since uh, Scott Sukel and Zippy. I think they were our last in-person guests we've had on uh, the no, show. No, we had Chad and Heather. Oh, yeah, Chad and Heather. Earlier this year. That's right, Die Paranormal. So they yeah, were the last yeah, ones. Yeah. Anyway, it's nice well, these to are have... Two, these are two dear friends of ours, it's, too. Yeah, it's so great to have people back in the studio and be able to look at faces. And so we have Kevin. Oh. It's Lytle, right? Lytle, yeah. Lytle? He, yeah, they're dear friends of ours. He's got to introduce himself. <laughs> and Sarah, Sarah has been on the show before. Yeah, You've Sarah's heard been Sarah's been. voice Hello. here and there. We've known um, Sarah for about 300 years now. Miss so, Sarah's yeah. been here before. But Kevin's voice is new. So, Kevin, yeah. introduce yourself because you're sort of a little bit well-known around the world for something you do. Well-known well around yes. the world? I don't know about that. Yeah. That's uh, what we've been told. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... My credentials, I guess the reason I would be invited here in the first place is because I'm a tattoo artist and I have a high school education. <laughs> that's, that's all you need yeah. to be on the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's where I'm leading from. I've done extensive research on the subject, um, my YouTube research. Um, I've done a couple, like, website searches. <laughs> and um, I love Star Trek. So I have a lot of a lot of interest in this subject. Yeah, and uh, I have I have a lot of opinions about it. I too was I was also um, um oh you're what am I famous for? I might be known because I'm a tattooist. Yeah, but you're a yeah. very good one. <sighs> like people seek you out. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, but, I think they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like you were saying, you're from a, you're afraid of uh, you were afraid of yeah. uh, alien abductions and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I, I was as well. I was as well. Very young age until recently, okay. but I've never really seen any UFO, UFOs or whatever. Only thing I've ever seen would have been, I'm convinced, was a uh, what that that wedge, that flying wing. Yeah, that, yeah. So that, I think I've seen that when I was like eight or nine. The wedge, the flying what? what? It was what a, that? it's a stealth uh, vehicle, yeah. and um, I seen a triangle with lights and stuff like that fly over. Oh, it's one like of the black South... triangles, yeah. like people report. Oh, yeah. When it was over Southwest Detroit, it went over, but it was not silent. Like this was a it wasn't the stealth and, bomber. Mm, yeah. I think it was probably a stealth bomber. Oh, it was, yeah. okay. So I, that, if I seen anything in the sky that I was like, what is that? Okay, it was either the stealth bomber or. Uh, Starlink or whatever. Just oh, Starlink is trippy. Yeah. 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 I remember last summer, actually, yeah. uh, Starlink was across the sky, and I messaged Kevin, and I actually yeah. messaged both of you <laughs> <laughs> about that. I'm like, hey, check it out, just in case. Well, and someone oh filmed a video, and it did look a little unusual than normal Starlink stuff. And so that was around the time, too, that we were getting all of the um, – balloons in the sky that they were shooting down all the stuff mm. that was appearing in the sky so oh, then all yeah. of a sudden this person you know posts this spooky video that was starlink uh at least you can go check the satellites and the data and stuff to be like oh yeah that's what it was I but it kind of worked people up because you're like well there's this stuff in the sky what is this now i can't oh, wait God. to start seeing starlink going across and it's like lights are out yeah it's like all, all <laughs> ill repaired like, uh, just blinking jinkity ass starlink uh, <laughs> um so what brought on your fear of ufos as a little kid it would have been like alien abduction stuff like that i was a kid when um 
with like uh, Close Encounters came out uh-huh. as a movie. I was a kid when V came out. You know that oh called the, goodness. You yeah. Know, so V the. So all that kind of stuff was very scary to me. And then I started having – I'm a very imaginative person, so I – and then I was also brought up very religious, which I think is going to be a big thing coming up here with this disclosure For if sure. this comes out, right? Yeah. Um, and so my association with aliens, you know, whatever, extraterrestrials or whatever, mm-hmm. was that they might not be another species from another planet. They might be demons oh. from another oh. dimension. Yeah, I don't believe that, but – well, there are well, people, you, though, that think they're possibly interdimensional. Even that's the thing. That's people are going to freak out. Well, I think the out. one constant we have on this show, and this is over the last 20 years now, has been this idea, and listening audience, you know what's coming coming right now, is this idea, and what you're saying, Kevin, I'm perfectly cool with that because there's no doubt in my mind that there's stuff happening. There's no mm. doubt in my mind that there are – you've got to be – an. Uh, I will fight this. I'm, I'm going to die on this hill, probably. There's no doubt in my mind that there are other planets in this universe, this mm-hmm. vast universe that we live in, that harbor life. That you know, and yeah, we're one tiny uber. Well, yeah, but one of the okay, and one of the speck things, of all that. Well, one of the things that I argued when I was in college, I had some astronomy courses and stuff in college that I took as electives and whatnot, and I remember vividly. Uh, one of the astronomy courses I took, we, we, you know, part of that course was we talked about the solar system. And we looked at all the planets in the solar system. Super cool stuff. And I remember one of the things that my professor said, Dr. Martin, really cool guy. He looked like John Luke Picard, actually. He looked a lot like Patrick Stewart. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that later. So, uh, but the guy was super cool, really open-minded, except for a couple of things. And one of those things was we were talking about all the planets. And, okay, we're all going to get a hearty giggle out of this. We got the planet Uranus, right? Yeah. Yep. Uranus. I'm going to say Uranus to so okay. throw everybody off. Uranus. Uranus. And he yeah. said... Uranus? Let's just go full on. Like every, do that like a, like, a, like a newscaster speaking Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, Saturn, Neptune. Yeah, Saturn, Neptune, and Uranus. <laughs> but one of the things he said was, you, you, know, you know, Uranus has a methane-based, you know, it's a methane-based atmosphere. Yeah. So therefore, it can't support any life. Mm. And that was the end of the conversation for him. Now... Again, I know it's 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 beer talk, it's it's other stuff talk, but I'm like, well, wait a minute. I mean, can't there be some other life form out there that maybe lives on on methane? I mean, we well, ha- yeah, we already see ocean. stuff. We already see stuff on the bottom of the ocean yeah. that lives on methane and lives on gases. Why couldn't we have a group of a community that you know somewhere else, somewhere else out this not even maybe, let's not say the solar system, uh, but out there in the universe mm-hmm. somewhere. So I mean, that leads that us to the weird. idea of what constitutes mm-hmm. life. What constitutes what a life is? Here, you know, on our planet, we say, you know, it has to it has to reproduce, it has to breathe carbon, it has to do all these things, right? Mm-hmm. It has to do a handful of things. But why can't it do something else and still be sentient? Mm-hmm. I guess that's what my idea is, is Very be sentient and, ha- and maybe have a conversation with us like we're having with each other right now. Yeah. I mean, if that's what sentient means. Apparently, that's what, you know, with all of AI that's happening right now, that's the idea of what, what being sentient mm-hmm. is. It's going to trick a person and that it's a real thing, that it's a real person, that it has a working mind, a sentient mind. So that's, and again, I'm taking this into the weeds already. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but no, it's, on that trip right there, yeah. I mean, going. let's go back to what I was, my original point. That stuff is happening. There's stuff out there. We, there's no doubt in my mind, I'm convinced of that. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that weird energies happen that make people see things that they think their eyes shouldn't be seeing. 
ghosts, right? There's weird energies out there that may make people think they're seeing cryptids and stuff like that. And that's the whole thing here. And I guess this is to me, if we're going to die on a hill on this show, it's going to be that. It, I, my, my thing is I want to see how it's all related. I believe it's all happening. True. I want to know how it's all related. So when you say something like, okay, these may be demons. Right. Let's extrapolate that. Let's unpack What does that. it mean to be a demon, right? Like, what is that? Well, what, okay, that, even better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's unpack right. that idea. So it is, a, is a, yeah. So, I, but I, I think I can see what you're, what you're saying is, um. Ooh. What happened? So how, okay? <laughs> so how Grush You raise your hand next time, Sarah. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, how Grush mentioned that uh, some are malevolent. Malevolent? Malevolent. Oh, we haven't even oh. gotten into the, oh, this topic yet. But malevolent, well, malevolent. Yeah. Malevolent. 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 It's a hard word to say. Malevolent. I can't say it. I'll just say mav. Malevolent. So... <laughs> if she worked the Muppets in great, <laughs> if Mal is like for someone who just does pure evil, then demon would actually work in the okay. in today's conversation. But that's our con- and again, that's our construct of what a demon is. A demon oh. does a demon does evil things. Yeah, right. But you were saying about, about the idea of sentience. Like what sentience? If it was sentience, that you know, how do we communicate? Could we communicate with it? Well, we have the, we have some evidence that like things even on this planet are more sentient than we thought they would be. Like dolphins, for instance, you know, absolutely. Octopus. Yes. So octopus, you know, they have some kind of level of sentience and self awareness, mm-hmm. and we know Gross. that we know that dolphins have a language. We still can't communicate mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. So what's the whole? Whales so have the, a language whales, too. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And they have accents and all this. this yeah. whole, you know, they even do they the study recently. <laughs> the dolphins have baby talk. They do that to the Oh dolphin. my god, that's adorable. That's adorable. Right? Like, the dolphins <laughs> with, their, with their calves, they have the, oh, they talk no. baby oh, talk. Oh my god. god. But, uh, That's adorable. But we can't communicate with them. We have no hope of communicating with an alien species. Yeah. But they're yeah. telepathic. So Are a lot they? of Well, a lot of people... <laughs> no, seriously. This is a thing. A lot That's of quite people, an assumption. Okay. No, yeah. I'm not assuming they all can do it. But, like, we're talking people that have experiences with abduction and the greys and other things. And they'll say, like... Their voice, their mouth wasn't moving, but I heard them in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the kids in Zimbabwe you were talking about. Yes, way, right? yeah. 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 And you know, so you have that whole tele, you know, telepathic thing that maybe that kind of overrides the boundary of language mm. because you can just kind of go, bloop. I Because I, that's the whole thing. Like, can some alien gray from planet, like, whatever. Zeta reticuli. Yeah, get <laughs> over here and they speak perfect English. Like, that's just improbable. Maybe not. Maybe they got like a little messenger over here learning stuff and they, they brought a book back with them. I don't know, but it's just there's got to be a different way of communication. And I think that telepathic or just putting in impressions in your head or something yeah. is yeah. is one of the ways. But I don't know. If I may postulate for a second here, um, and you were talking a second ago, well, you just openly just said that they're telepathic. They can They can speak to you without speaking to you with their mouth. Yeah. They can just speak to you through your mind. Are we possibly, as a race of people, on that path? Now, mm. now, you know, and this is just coming from my technical background professionally, what I do. Computer networks talk to each other. Oh, well, Sarah, we got another IT nerd in the room here, too. Computer yeah. networks talk to each other. They talk to each They handshake. They do all kinds of wild things. Now, we've taught them to do Some that. Packing. We've taught them to do that, though. We've taught them to do all kinds mm. of wild things. But you don't hear a word they're saying. Now we have in our minds, well, this is what I want them to do, and we have it, we have it formulated in our heads. But you're not hearing them talk. You're just seeing some boxes sitting there, with some blinking lights. Sometimes, if you're lucky to see that, right? That's all you really see. If you even, if you can even see that these days. Um, so there's that idea, and where we're going as people, and this is going to tie right in seamlessly into this discussion of what you know what 
aliens, and I hate to say they're aliens, I mean, what other races may be that... Non-human intelligences. Non-human entities. Non-human intelligence. Intelligences. Oh, okay. So, we're talking about this idea, and in the last five to ten years especially, a lot of our sci-fi, our... And I love the the near future sci-fi we're seeing a lot mm. now. It isn't all 2,400, 2,500, 3,000. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing stuff that's actually, it, it seems like it's Next season. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Next, yeah. <laughs> next Saturday, right? <laughs> um, and But one of those things is that we can, we can capture our consciousness. We can take our consciousness, and our consciousness can be so- stored digitally somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's like that show Upload. Anyone Upload. It's I have Black Mirror is yeah. another one. Yeah. Neil Stevenson's re- Neil Stevenson's um, uh, Dodger Fallen Hell. His book was about that whole idea. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of media being put out there with this idea. So pot, now this is for people that may be passing away. But we're already talking about this idea of, and I hate to say it, the chip. You know, having things. Some people are so obsessed they'll be they'll be happy to get it where they can communicate seamlessly without uh, having to grab if this. I don't have to ha- use another password again. Chip me. <laughs> I can't stand passwords. I'm over them. I guess my whole point is... I it, use KeyPass. It's wonderful. <laughs> I guess the idea that I'm, that I'm thinking about in this discussion is um, we hear about this idea of being telepathic and things like mm. that. Perhaps this isn't a genetic thing that these non-terrestrial intelligences have. Right? Did I say it right? Yeah. An non-human evolution human thing. Non-human intelligence. Because they, be, they might be from this planet. That's the other. That's another. Idea, yeah. Right. So they might. Yeah. Be, they From might like not be a extra. long time ago. They might not be extraterrestrial. They may be ultra terrestrial. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. there's the idea too about like breakaway yeah. civilizations. Like there's advanced civilizations on our planet that we are unaware of. That sounds. That sounds. I don't know. That's, it's it's hard to yeah. think of like but that there could be different dimension like. That's not something we are able to see. Well, I'm talking like many worlds, well, I'm talking many like with the, idea, many timelines yeah. idea. I'm yeah. talking with yes. like people seeing some of the nuts and bolts, like UFOs out there. There's there's a theory that I think Richard Dolan, the UFO researcher Richard Dolan, started this idea of the of the breakaway civilization that somewhere out there there's like kind of us little like I don't know if you want like highly advanced version of us. That's creating things, and that's what we're seeing. I, that's speculative, obviously. It's kind of fun to think about. But with some of the stuff we've been talking about, we I know what kind of brought this show about was Sarah going, a, a we, need, we need to talk about, like, all this, like, crazy stuff going on right now. Mm. Because just a couple, a few weeks ago, um, there's a whistleblower, a new Pentagon whistleblower. Mm-hmm. David Grush. David Grush. And... He's 36 years old. Uh, he's an Air Force veteran, former intelligence official. So he's and he's been vetted. Like th- this, he's not some guy just randomly. Like, yeah, I worked for the Air Force. I did this, and like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's real. And he worked for the the, the UAP task yes. force. Yeah. So yeah. he worked for the UAP task force. So he was part of that. And this guy claims that um, over the Non-human course of human intelligence. Yes. Yeah, but he knows. He's a guy real. who knows a guy. He knows right? a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy yeah. who you know, and he still has. He still has his, uh, uh, what would you say? He's there's stuff he can't talk about. Mm. Yes. There's classified stuff he can't say. He's so still this is, vetted on that. Yeah, and but he came forward in in somewhat explosive interview with the reporter, Australian reporter Ross Colthart, who's done a lot with UFOs, and they kind of did this interview that Sarah you said was like a seven hour interview edited down to 45 minutes for the yes. show. Yes. And so Ross is talking to this guy and this guy's basically saying, look, I'm going to be a whistleblower. 
and we have a crash retrieval program. We've been, I don't know if he does, I don't know if he had talked about like backwards engineering, but I think it was implied. Like we're using this technology to do things. Or of course he said also we're hoarding this technology, which is something that bothered him. Weapons of war. Yes. For like nefarious purposes, not good purposes where we could say free energy and different things, you know, things that would benefit. Asymmetric military advantage. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. And there's other countries. It's not just the U.S. There's other countries that do have their crash retrieval well, programs as of well. because that, though. But ours is the best. It probably is. <laughs> <laughs> well, and initially, though, it, this but is what I find fascinating. Go ahead, Sarah. We are in a cold war between nations yeah. on figuring out who's going to buy or backward engineer this first. And who? Yeah, how are you going to present this? Like, hey, and you know, how so, can I monetize Well, this? monetize is a big thing, but can you imagine being the country, whoever does it first, to say, well, here's our uh, backward engineered uh, alien technology vehicle, well, so now you have to admit that you got that. it. You're not even going to hear about well, that. Or they're just going to say, this is, you know, what we've come up with because we're so brilliant. Nah. Even these the, these people talking about this, they're saying that some of the UAP that people are seeing, yeah. are there's some of it that is ultra-terrestrial. Right. Mm-hmm. And others that are, like, reverse-engineered, yeah. like, American craft. Yeah. Like, some dude up there. Yeah. I fir- I kind of firmly feel the thing we saw well, just back, in, now. back in the early O's, I really now. feel like that late, was some kind of... Whatever, unimportant. But it was... <laughs> I don't remember the date exactly, but I think that was something we were seeing. I mm. really do. I think just because of the lights on it, which are standard kind of government issue, Not government issue, but standard lights you see on planes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think we saw something being practiced over Lake Michigan. Oh yeah, um, yeah. late at night, and because uh, the second thing I saw did not have that feeling. That thing had an energy field around it. It felt biological. Um, it was just there and gone. This thing was like it was like it was practicing doing maneuvers. Yeah. So I do feel like I saw something that the government's been working on that could be this backward engineering stuff that people like Tom DeLong and his, his books. I know I can't think of the titles, but he's got two fiction books mm. and they're pretty good. And allegedly he says that the stuff that happens in the fiction book is there's truth in it. But they talk about these vehicles that are conscious driven that can well, just go boom, boom, boom and do the maneuvers that I saw. So I don't know. Yeah. But, but I want to I want to correct one thing. Yeah. So earlier when I was explaining, uh, and I said backward engineering. Yeah. I noticed that now you're starting oh, to shoot. say that. Did you say that? So I want to make sure you say reverse reverse engineering. <laughs> I mean reverse backward. I mean it means the same thing, I guess. Reverse sounds fancier. It sounds more. Oh proper. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how they properly use it. But here's here's what it's proper. Here's, here's what Grush says. So he said that in 1933. That was the first recovery. Yes. Allegedly. You know, who knows if during caveman times, there's something just went like, and they're like, whoa, whoa. like, what yeah. do we do with this? You know? Because they're saying that some were they're found just, during archaeology. Sure. Like, they're just going to beat know. it with a stick. Sure. So 1933, though, first recovering Europe in Magneta? Oh, Magneta. Magenta. Like Magenta. the color. Magenta. Yes. Yeah, Magenta, yeah. Italy. And here's the part, and it was a recovered, it was partially intact. And the Italian government moved it to a secure air base in Italy until around 1944 to 1945. Now you have all this, of course, like stuff going on with World War II and all these things happening. And then you got um, all the dictator in Italy. Mussolini. Um, Yes. And so I guess the Vatican knows about this. Yeah, they were the ones that leaked it to the Americans. Yes. And I think said, get this, get this out of here. Get this away from this guy. I mean, Uh that's my assumption. Like, that's why they leaked it. And so, of course, we come in and go, okay, and we grab it. And I'm like, oh, my God, of course, the largest religious organization on the planet. 
Catholicism mm. with like 1.3 billion followers. Of course, like that's always been a thing that the Vatican knows about alien life forms because what is going to be rocked the most by the revelation of another life form? Religious. Religion. Yeah. Religious mm. stuff. So I'm like, I feel like they're kind of gatekeepers when it comes to oh, this yeah. kind of thing because so. that's a control thing. And how do you, I mean, unless they just come out and go, well, they're God's people too. You know, I don't know. Oh. You could cover it up. How, and you could, we have an intergalactic war. Well, yeah. that's, I don't know. That's basically what's going to happen. I don't know. Well, no. I mean. But that's bonkers. So now we have the U.S. government coming in, grabbing stuff in Italy, and we got the Vatican involved. I mean, this is all like a, you know, a thriller movie already. Well, it's yeah. a Go whole ahead, world lie conducted. It's, yeah. It's been a very, I think like, it has been very elaborate for many, many decades. Um, obviously, it's been leaked. I think little pieces have been leaked deliberately. Like, well, here's yeah, a little truth. And I want to play here's devil's advocate truth. here on a sec- in a second on that. No, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you, Amber, but I do want to play devil's advocate on that here in a second. Well, so, I mean, anyway, Grush, he's doing his thing. He, I don't know if you guys can explain this because I know there's whistleblower protections. Yeah, they just signed into yeah, law. Um, yeah. I think it was a couple months ago. So I'm assuming actually this is why he chose passed. to come forward. Yeah, it was an attempt for Congress to allow this kind of thing to come to them without them get anyone getting in trouble. Okay. Yeah. And he's he's retired. Like he's out of. He's not. He's not in within the he military. He don't have anything anymore. to really lose at this point. He says well, he's not doing it for fame or fortune. And you know what? When this story dropped, everybody in the UFO world was like, <gasps> they were just waiting for like all the major news sources to pick it up. No yeah. one did. No. This yeah. was released. This story initially was also released by Ralph Blumenthal and Leslie Keen, who did the initial 2017 New York Times article, and it was released on a website called The Debrief. The Debrief is not New York Times level or any of that, yeah. but they're like an up-and-coming website that's been around for about, I don't know, four, four plus years, and their focus is on like future technologies, UFO stuff, mm. um, and they yeah. chose to do the debrief. And I guess the Washington Times was interested, but their time frame for putting the article out didn't suit Leslie and Ralph. They wanted it out sooner for whatever reason. And so they went with the debrief and, you know, some other stuff picked it up, like CNN, finally, I think, like The Hill. Um, but, like, New York Times wanted nothing to do with this one, which is weird to me. Like, you guys released this bombshell in 2017. Why don't you want to do this one? I don't know. And then, of course, I get told that the New York Times is just a propaganda machine anyway. And blah, blah, blah. Well, that's with the, with the info. I mean, dare I use this term with info wars? Because truly, we do. We are in a, an age of information wars, basically, mm. between all of these bigger networks. But, you know, that the devil's advocate thing that I did want to mention. Um, and we were talking about this the other day at lunch. Me and some coworkers were discussing this idea. And I'm curious to see what all of you guys think about this. Because you've already alluded to a couple of things on this, Amber. And that's this idea. So it's 2023. And how many years? I mean, I've been hearing about UFO stuff, UFO sightings, since I was just a wee little lad. It goes back to Roswell, Back in the late the 70s, right? Um, I've always had a fascination and an interest in it. And you'd think that when you'd have, well, I'm just talking about present day right now. We have had a bunch of uh, what we're talking about right now. This is this should be something that people should be just kind of freaking out about. Like, oh and they're God. not. They're not, well, which why? is weird to me. Well, that, and that's the question. Because I why. think the government's done such a good job over the years 
making people feel stupid well, for talking about this well, topic that, well, or, or or or, or just wanting to believe in it. You just, I mean, I said to Sarah when she texted me about uh, David Grush, I was like, yeah, I'm just waiting to see if this dude's just a disinformant agent or disinformation well, agent. Well, you're part of the machine, yeah. Amber. How does or it feel? I'm just, I don't know. I'm watching while I'm watching him on yeah. the news uh, thing with Ross yeah. Coulthard. Yeah. I'm watching his, like, movements, his eyes, the way he's yeah. using his hands. And there was something a little bit about him that I was like, there was like like a 10% of me that was like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I mean, I believe him, but yet there's think, something do you, about do him. Do I don't know. you think we've been programmed to a certain degree as a race of people? When I say the word program, not like put in front of some giant eye of eye, eye of Osiris and being told to do things. I mean, a very long calculated uh, program of, of programming, let's say, uh, over the last 20 to 30 years, where... Because every day now, especially in the last 10 years, with the way the Internet's worked, with the way information works, with the way news works, we're inundated with information. Mm. Every day. Whether you like it or not, if you have one of these goofy little devices in your pocket, um, you're going to be inundated with information. If you have social media, you're going to be inundated with information. Um, Is it possible that we've been so diluted with information that finally when we get the, when we get some real information we don't respond the way we I, I think we should respond which maybe and maybe okay let's in fairness here and I am going to play serious devil's advocate right now maybe our government does know better than us <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get beat up for that I know I'm going to get beat up after the show for saying that one of the things I said a long time ago about this, and this was on this show years ago in the haunted basement in Fraser, was the idea that if somebody came out, our president, whoever is at the time, maybe it's Arnold Schwarzenegger a couple years from now, who knows who it's <laughs> going to be, um, comes out literally and says, okay, guys, I'm just going to level with you. I'm the president, and I'm kind of going off the script here, and I, because I think it's important for you guys to know, non-human intelligence does exist all these crazy videos you've seen well let's say the bulk of these crazy videos you've seen um all the stories you've heard all these ideas that maybe even some of our sci-fi writers some of the greatest sci-fi writers of our time movies a lot of it's based on truth and here's the proof and maybe he lays out like here's this planet here this planet here this is all documented here's all the backing evidence for this this is all coming from nasa and spacex and all these crazy organizations here's all the proof Here it is. One of the things that I said years ago on this show was, I don't know if we, if we as a society of people, let's just say the United States could handle that kind of information, that, Mm. that much information at one time. Think about it this way. You're a blind person. You're blind for the first 30 years of your life. And then some miracle cure comes down the road and all of a sudden you have vision. Think about that. If you go from like not seeing anything at all to having to actually seeing everything. Think about all this stuff. And I've, I've been saying this a lot for years on this show, too. I mean, just this goofy little studio we're in alone right here. Look at all of these colors and shapes and things all around us, right? Yeah. Now, we're all old enough to have filters built into our mind. We've built these filters over many years to filter out all this stuff that's not important. Now, if in this studio, for example, there was, like, if a rhinoceros came out the wall here, (laughs) well, that, (laughs) okay, cool. 
that would pose an imminent danger to the four of us, I think. Mm. We'd Maybe. Probably, yeah, that it would be... be friendly. I, I, I'm not going to mess with a rhinoceros. <laughs> but we don't have a rhinoceros here, so... Generally, we're going to filter everything out here and go, okay, well, this, this, this DRI banner and this Bathory banner are not going to hurt us. Right. They're only going to make our lives better, actually. But that's a whole different conversation. Uh, they're not going to hurt us. This, this light's not going to hurt us. This monitor's not going to hurt us. We're, we're good. But think about being a person and not having those filters. You have had nothing. You've been blind the first 30 years of your life, and then somebody mm-hmm. just turns the lights on. But how, would you respond? how would you respond? I don't think it'd be quite that aggressive, though, because we have been we used have... to the idea that there could be potentially something out there. I think they're right. more used to the idea that it's staying a science fiction in their brains. I mean, Maybe science fiction has, has been that, a tool for that all these years. Yeah. Oh, it always are, has been. People are either I mean, maybe, maybe I just am... too used to it because yeah. of the fact that we've been, I would say slowly conditioned to the idea trickle of, trickling well, information and yes, slowly that's yes. the, whole, the whole point yeah to where enough to where people don't care anymore at least the main general population I think that's what it's come down to, yeah Sarah. no i think yes so. you just, but, you just you just summed it up but shit i just lost my thought <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. I, wow, wow. um yeah, I was going to add about your idea of like, yeah. being blind and then having. So, as human beings, we we as, as animals on this planet, yeah, we see the reality. We only need the amount of sensory information that we are uh, evolved to have. Yeah, we don't see the future, right? Ideally, no. Yeah, you know, that's a, typically that's not usually the case. Um, but you've seen these on um, these um, uh, whistleblower people, the people from uh, the I can't think of the guy's names. Not not this Grush guy, but. Um, the guy, Lee Alexandra, and they started talking yeah. about oh these non-human intelligences. They were using a cigarette analogy, right? So mm-hmm. the cigarette is if you're looking at the cigarette, the ash of the burn of the cigarette is the past, mm-hmm. and then the unburn is the future. And we as human beings exist at that hot part, right? Yeah. And if there was another space, if maybe these non-human intelligences, these ultra terrestrials, mm-hmm. um, they have a similar set up past future but their hots are bigger so they're seeing more their presence mm. time is a larger chunk of their sensory of the electromagnetic spectrum maybe or whatever they got a, they, can, they got a longer cherry they can see yeah but they, they can see cherry. further down yeah. the road than we can so they see time in a different way they might yeah. not even they might not even recognize us as a fucking species yeah right They'd be like, oh, these weird things are moving around doing things. Like we're ants. Or, and if they live in, if they're on another. Oh, ex- relativity, gravity, ideas like that too, the way and time works. Well, even Grush that was like, he goes, oh, we're, we might find out that this might change us as like our ideas of what, real, what reality is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if they're from another dimensional, if they and they exist on this planet as yeah. ultra terrestrials. Then maybe our nuclear things have affected them. That's why they're here. Who knows? But yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And that's why are they here in mass during the forties? Well, maybe we we're just looking up with planes. But or they, but they, then you have whole ideas based around the idea of they were they were seen in the past and um, described by the societies of that time as something else: uh, ghosts, goblins, oh, sure. fairies, yep. these kind yep, of yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and, and this there's is, that crossover I was talking about earlier. Yeah, that too, Jacques Vallée Jacques stuff. Vallée, right? yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We're talking about that. I used to have an idea that maybe it was just consciousness as it like rots. You know, if yeah. everything works and so you die, you're a ghost, you're Aunt Phyllis or whatever. But yeah. eventually you kind of just decay into the background radiation of consciousness and you become like these 
conceptual ideas, and maybe that's what the aliens or ultra-terrestrials were at the time. But now we're seeing videos, and these are actually physical objects, and I'm like, well, that that idea has went out the window for me, at least. Mm. I, I think that idea is still there to some degree because, like, the whole phenomena when it comes to, like you, like you just said, ghosts, cryptids, um, anything within the realm of the paranormal, there are so many stories that you can look at that when you kind of try to connect the dots, um, like when you hear legends about ghost lights, mm. um, Willow the Wisp, mm. or anything like that, um, certain Bigfoot things will have a lot of... Uh, high strangeness. Yeah, the high strangeness mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Keel, of course, if you ever want to read great high strangeness stuff, you know, grab any of John Keel's stuff, Mothman Prophecies. Um, that concept that goes, that, that all this stuff is kind of connected is a really fun thing that we've talked about on the show for a long time. We probably talked too much about it. We probably do, but it's enough. <laughs> but be, I, that's, but that's people the main still point separate I think it. They showed him. And I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, again, I'm going to die on that hill. The reason we may be here is not to, not to, not, we're not trying to prove anything to anybody here. I, I, I'm not trying to do that. Uh, but I do like to postulate that idea of, I know it's all real. I know that these things are happening. I know I've seen, I, I've seen a UFO. Mm. I, I've, you know, I've seen, I guess what we could call as a ghost. I felt them. I felt things happen to me. How is it related? Well, that's the bottom yeah. line. For and like me. I was saying, what's like the like Skinwalker Ranch is a good example yeah. of like everything happening all at once within the realm. The whole full spectrum of the paranormal. You got like Bigfoot and Dogman and strange lights and like mm. weird ghostly apparitions and sounds and like just everything's going on. And so I do think sometimes there there are these connections between a lot of this in the paranormal. Where when you start to look at a ghost story from a different angle, like let's let's apply the UFO lens to this ghost story, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like yeah. what people were feeling and experiencing and yeah. seeing yeah. definitely could be looked at through those that lens, and it might not be something ghostly um, because I, the ghost thing frustrates me on one level because as I when I was little and getting into paranormal investigation when I was older, I kind of fell into that classic. Uh, trope of like ghosts are dead people when you die you become this ethereal thing and you can look over on your ancestors and people and like float around and do cool things mm. and then i'm like Ugh. i think there's like some element of consciousness that gets left well, behind energy energy or yeah. there's things that then we're not going to say energy that gets left behind we're going to say our brains sort of do this like like we have all these little button and knobs on our brains that we we, we can't really control but they can walk, you can walk into a certain situation like an alleged haunted house or some kind of area that has this high strangeness. And then it connects with your brain and suddenly you start seeing consciously these things and experiencing yeah. these things, which is also why everyone experiences things differently, I think. Because it's, it's really cool when people can be like, oh, yep, did you see that? Yep, I saw that. Yeah. That's great, but so often people will be like, well, I felt a cold spot. Well, I didn't do that, but I smelled this. Because everyone experiences things differently. All of us in this room are experiencing this room probably slightly differently than what we think. Oh, you know? That's all oh, perception. Yeah. Have you, yeah. you, have you, 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 you've heard of the, the God helmet, right? Oh, yeah. Michael Persinger yeah. is like who invented that. Yeah. Like that's a fascinating concept because he did a lot of research with how like consciousness and religion and, and the religious experience and, and how like – like the yeah that magnetic uh, electromagnetic yeah. spectrum on the brain kind on of triggers brain. this this god experience. So we see that kind of thing that we can be directed. We can we can recreate this kind of a, like uh, well a kind of a almost an abduction experience with mm-hmm. the god you know that kind of a uh, near death experience yeah. too mm-hmm. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
and we're saying it's it's uh, electric magnetic fields. We know that the Earth's magnetic field is not st- continuously stable. It, it fluctuates yep, and moves and yep. stuff like that. And maybe in certain areas, maybe gravity may do these kind of things and create situations like oh, I had this yep. kind of weird out of I had a, I had a night terrors or whatever or I saw something and maybe that's being brought on by mm-hmm. fluctuations in the Earth's magnetic field. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then let's go with the high strangeness of these UAPs. If it's zero point energy, they're moving gravity around. Maybe the fields there may disrupt things like taking pictures of them steady. Yep. They might not be. They may be phasing in and out of reality. Who knows? I don't know how that works. I'm not taking pictures of one. <laughs> um, and or um, then they have uh, maybe they're having this effect on us. Maybe the engines, the very technology they're using is creating this high strangeness level and then it's why you're seeing yeah. ghosts and ghost lights and bigfoots and yep. maybe you know who whatever you're sensing but you're it opens maybe it's opening your sensory perspective oh very much very hp lovecraft very uh, yeah. uh beyond uh, was it uh yeah from beyond, from beyond. Right? Yeah. it opens up the the wave patterns yeah. Right? yeah maybe it's doing like that like don't move yeah, they're here with us. Well, it's it, that's just simply the opens poor up the girl. Air. Turn on the light. <laughs> <laughs> I think that simply just turns on this idea of another idea we've said. I know I've said this before. I mean, we're, we're just broken records on this show. Well, it, it, you it, might it, be. I'm a broken record. No, it, we it, could well, do a drinking game out of every time Scott says, "I don't want him to go in the weeds." Up, oh, take a drink. <laughs> okay, a yeah, shot. we'll start doing that now, guys. If you want, uh, no. And what what I mean what you're what you're talking about there, Kevin, is this idea, and I think it may be something that's that's something that's explainable, and I think that's what the, you know what we're trying to do as people is explain these things. We're trying to explain UFOs. Yeah. We're trying we're trying to explain UFOs in our terms. Mm. We're trying to explain ghosts in our terms. We're trying to explain cryptids in our. I mean. The, the, the big three right there, mm-hmm. right? Those yeah. are the big three. We're trying to explain those in our terms of what we understand, how we quantize things in our minds. And I think this stuff really is a force of nature that we just don't understand. It's another force of nature. Yep. It's something else that it's we... part of our planet. Yeah, we cannot quantize in our minds, maybe yet. Right. Maybe even, I'm being very optimistic here, maybe in mm-hmm. our lifetimes we... Well, I mean, we are talking about Star Trek earlier, mm-hmm. Kevin. And... It's one of the things I love to call back on is, you know, the original series. It used to blow my mind when I was a kid to watch, like, Spock and Kirk talk on a, a screen mm-hmm. where they could see each other. They're in totally different parts of the ship. It was Zoom. <laughs> it was. It's Zoom. Yeah, yeah. it's Zoom. Oh, yeah. It's, it's even Facebook Messenger, stuff like that. It Are my cell phones com- more powerful than the, than the communicated device? Yeah. Our cell phone's more yeah. powerful than a damn Enterprise, <laughs> the yeah. original Enterprise. Yeah. I mean, but that I seeing those guys like sitting there going, okay, I'll, you know, blah, 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 okay, I'll be down there in a few minutes. You know, yeah. Spock out. And they, you know, then they, you see him walking to the bridge of the ship. It's like, wait, you were talking to him on the screen. Well, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. And that was like what thirty years ago. I mean, for me at least, it was thirty years ago. Yeah. And that and I, that idea blew my mind. And now I can literally and I'm famous for drunk dialing people mm-hmm. on what do you call it the the the, the face what do you call it? FaceTime messenger. No, I use the, the he uses the annoying Facebook messenger. The Facebook messenger. Yeah, he gets drunk. And he tries I, I'm to famous call for I'm, that's my famous war call is I'll just start blowing people up late at night Ugh. on video chat. Oh, right. So I think the last know, two then, or three that I got yes, from you were at like twelve thirty in the <laughs> yeah. morning. So, but so yeah, that's you see, I'm making a very good use of this technology. Yeah. 
the reality is it's mind-blowing because just that little thing right there, it's, it's real now. We can do oh, it. Yeah. We can totally do it. Yep. We're doing it now. It's very feasible. It all makes perfect sense. Even, I mean, it makes sense because we were able to kind of work our way into it and crack that problem. You know, as a society of scientists and people. So that was something 40, 50 years ago when it was actually put on TV and people saw it that blew their minds. Blew their minds. Nobody understood that. And now it's happening. So what's going to happen in another 50 years? I mean, think about that idea. You know, that was a... The Jetsons had that same kind of technology, too. They had the whole, like, call up. You're you're watching. You can't even say, like, I don't feel well. Mr. Spacely's there. He's like, I see you. I see you. I see you, <laughs> man. I see you. Yeah. And Very as Kevin actually people. mentioned earlier with the idea that they could be us from a civilization very long ago. So it's basically taking the Jetsons and meeting the Flintstones. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made by the same people, too. Yep. Ironically. Say Hannah Bombera. 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 Oh, my God. Amber's bombed. And then they have the spinoff of the Jetsons, the Rickety Rocket, which was... Racist. That was <laughs> I really don't remember bad. that one. Remember oh, that, yeah. yeah, it was. Oh. How was it racist? It's a, it's a, it's, it's the Jetsons, but it's black folk that are the Jetsons, and it's just like, oh, what? Like, it's like Fat, fat like Albert bad in space. Stereotypes. Yeah, it's like Fat Albert in space. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Ugh, awkward. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. But yeah. No, but, but just on that idea, though, I mean, just, just that goofy little thing that we could, that we totally take advantage of now. I mean, people totally take advantage of now. They use that. That's my going back to my point is just that that was a force of nature. That was an idea that we didn't understand 50 years ago. And now we understand it. And now we have products that we use openly all day long, every day. So what what kind of magic are we going to see in 50 years? I guess that's my that's my question. Morgan, no, that's that's we've had, we've had a, since Jules Verne. We've had this idea. Like, oh, yeah. What's the future hold for us? Like, yeah. Where are we going to invent so that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. But um, when we see these this this kind of alien technology and then a lot of people who are like, I you know guys at, at the tattoo parlor because I'm a tattoo artist. <laughs> world famous. World, world famous. famous. <laughs> world famous. <laughs> world famous. <laughs> I know like four different people in the world. <laughs> um, out there in the world. Three of them are sitting here right yeah, now. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, they were like, oh, what? They come from across, and this is argued is a valid point. You yeah. f- travel from another star system, and you come to Earth, and you crash land. Like seriously, like you're <laughs> that gonna... to me is is hilarious. Go now ahead. here's my this is this is Kevin's like this is my special sauce. Okay, right? so um, what if there were Van? They say where all the where are all the aliens? Right, where like the whole Fermi paradox? Why don't we see anything even simple as like Van Neumann probes? This is John Van Neumann. He was a mathematician, I think it was, mm-hmm. and he postulated the idea of you get sent on a probe, jump from heart, a starship, it, a star system, it creates copies of itself, and boom, we hopscotch across, and mm-hmm. within a million years or so, we're all yeah. crossed, right? Yeah. What if there was one here? And it's who knows how long ago this thing was put into orbit around our planet. Maybe it was here since the dinosaurs were here. Who knows? Yeah. It picks up whatever it's looking for. It has a key signal. Oh, they did. They made. Um, I love Lucy. That was the. You know what I'm saying? That was the trigger. Mm-hmm. You know, and it comes on or whatever, and it starts making its normal probes, and it's sending information to its home system or whatever. Planet, whatever. And now they have to send information to this ancient technology to build a more up-to-date version of itself. And maybe there's a little bit of a lag time. So we're and you can't be like. Okay, you're um, you're driving a Model T. Use the parts of that Model T to make a Corvette. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't do that. So you right. have to make there's there's incremental you gotta stages. Build, you got to upgrade. build up. You have to right. build on. You have to build on one. Sm- it's small steps. At yeah. Time. It's so eventually, what you're doing is you start seeing AI driven 
probes coming into the atmosphere, and they're eh, meh. I mean, for us, they're amazing, but for them, they're yeah. meh. Yeah. And they're not doing. Oh, the the planet moved. Well, we have to we have to fix for that. I hit the, <laughs> I hit the mountain. Sorry about that. Yeah. They find out about it forty years from now because they're like, God damn, I hit the mountain. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> but you know, the planet has shifted on its axis a little bit. God, and if you don't account for that, God yeah. damn you, Vorlax! That's the, the third one. You? Yeah. <laughs> Vorlax is the third one you lost this week. But, but, uh, but if, it, if it's been, you know the relativity idea, forty years maybe like a day for them. Right, they could be yeah. in. in, in the, if they, still, yeah, so, somebody's gonna get their ass chewed. Someone's still. getting in trouble. Somebody's yeah. getting, yeah. Trouble. Somebody's getting yeah, someone's joyriding it. Like you let your kid control this thing, <laughs> he should be in the stasis pod. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but like they're like, well, we got to meet these things, right? Well, they can't come here, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe space is what we think it is. Maybe it's giant space, yeah. And you can't it's get there. It's just too far. It's just too far. And besides, the DNA or whatever their biology, their biology is made of, would not work here. Like maybe. Um, either our microbiome would destroy them or vice versa, yeah. or a little bit of both, That's, probably a little bit of yeah. both. Yeah. Right. Yep. 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 And um, so it just wouldn't work. So they have to start making other 3D printers because they have space 3D printers. Maybe they make themselves here. And that's what we see all the abductions oh, and the cat mutilations and replicating themselves. And they're making make environment. Uh, yeah, so that they can fit in our environment. So they're making themselves with. DNA and biological matter from our planet. Oh, that's trippy because it's like oh, like the CRISPR. Oh, do your trip. Oh, that's a trip. The CRISPR and then they, thing that they, like replicates yeah. like. And then they like, download oh, they oh. download their information, mental oh. information, into these, and so they just kind of slowly teleport across the galaxy. Dude, I mean that's kind of happening on our planet because we're like three D printing organs. Yeah, we're there. You know, yeah, we're like are. chicken. We get chicken yep. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can. Yeah, you can basically make. Chicken from cells, where you're not having to slaughter well, you're not animals. To kill, which I, you're basically. I, I read this just the other day. Yeah, it kinda, well, that's been a big movement. It's yeah, just, it's, it's like just, a you know the protein market shreddy, is going to be that way. What did it? What would it? It was like a minced chicken, and then they yeah. take it and gather it, and they form it into patties and things. I don't know. I don't know why that makes me gag a little what bit. What if that's what they're sad. already doing with ground chicken? No, they're they, two. Two of them just got legalized. They just put yeah. them. They just put them. In, they can do it. In yep. The, the oh, company. it's yep. legal. It's, a thing. it's legal now. You can sell it. Oh. And buy it. Yep. yep. They Frank, just don't Frank know how food. it's going to be. Oh. Yeah. How's it going to be? Yet? And how's it going to be labeled? They do have. They, there was FDA talk about how you pro, how how you label cell cell created meat, lab created meat. Yeah, and you're gonna start reading your um your Slim Jims instead of saying mechanically separated chicken, it's gonna say mechanically reassembled chicken. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> I know. Oh, so, what a time to be alive! You know what know. trips me out because when we were talking about technology, like stuff that we have now versus you know thinking back to like the times when you know, cavemen and just medieval times. And, like, sure, back in the day, there's a bunch of badassery going around. Like, I was just looking at, like, medieval knights today and, like, how awesome, like, just the details and, like, intricacies of, like, all that stuff that was on them to protect them. Like, that is so cool, like, that you can make all that. And, like, when you look at things like our buildings, like our pyramids and, like, the Parthenon and all this awesome stuff that we've done. But here's the thing that trips me out is, like, we have our planet and we have all these ingredients. It's like, think, look at like a little recipe. We have all these ingredients on the planet. When the dinosaurs were walking, everything to make a cell phone was already on the planet. We just had to put the ingredients no, in the right way. The, yeah, the, the elements have so, always been here. Yeah, so think about what else we just have to, what other recipes are out there waiting for us yeah. to like create with all of our ingredients. Like, it's insane. Like, I'm sort of, like, I'm really happy with the decade I was born in. And I'm happy to be alive, like, right now, because I think it's a really cool time. 
But, like, I do really wish I could look into the future and go, what's 500,000 years from now? Yeah. Like, what are they going to have? Like, do they have that damn hoverboard? Because I want it. Like, well, flying cars yet? We don't have that because I think people would be reckless well, and stupid. But I think, you know, to which that means idea, it's, be and it's something I've mm-hmm. thought about this idea. I'm curious to hear what everybody else has to say, too. I've thought about this idea a lot over the years, and that's all chemistry really is. Um, the, the elements are everything that we have in front of us. I mean, this little this mixing board, this, this monitor I have, mm-hmm. these microphones, they're all they're, they are all um, the birth of somebody trying to figure out some ideas on how to, how to manipulate elements yep. and how to manipulate fire and electricity, yeah. right? And make what we have, you know, make all this stuff happen, what you're listening to right now, listener. Uh, so, and, and that goes into the, the disciplines also. I mean, I mean, I can only speak, I can speak on, you know, computer stuff and, and IT. And I'm Sarah, I'm sure you can talk on this too. I've, I've learned over the years in that field that all, every product that I get to look at, because I do a lot of product testing now and what, proof of concept, POCs, um, I get a lot of stuff put in my lap and I look at them and I can, you know, I know the, the working pieces of that mechanically, how it works on the inside, the code and whatnot. So I can see, well, let's just put it this way. There was a great comedian I heard that basically, he talked about the idea of what, what Taco Bell is. Um, it's, this applies directly to what we're talking about here. This comedian basically made this joke. He's like, well, so Taco Bell. Uh, when you go to Taco Bell, they should just ask you, like, so how do you want us to arrange your flour <laughs> and your beans and yeah. your cheese? <laughs> and that's basically what a lot of everything around us, things we have, computer technology, computer code, computer products, software, right, is nothing but somebody rearranging those ideas in a different way to make it have some type of different outcome, mm-hmm. right? And that's really what chemistry uh, – I'm not red – I don't know shit. Don't forget about <laughs> monthly updates. I'm talking. Well, that's yeah. That's a whole different <laughs> headache. That, that's why I drink. <laughs> but, um, but that's what the idea I think of chemistry is of of how we manipulate the elements. And you're right, Amber. When the dinosaurs, when the titans were walking on this planet gazillions of years ago, right? Um, they were walking on the very elements that we are using now, for better or for worse, on this planet to do things we're doing right now. And they didn't make cell phones. And they didn't make cell phones. Idiots. No. Idiots. Sure. What a waste. They just, no, all they did was ate, they ate shit and had sex. That's all they knew. That's all, right, all that they did. All right, that sounds I mean, we might be better off just going back to that idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's, to your point, Amber, that you're 100% right. I agree with that because I've thought about that at great length. Like, you know, what are we doing here? Like, really, what are we doing? Like, year, you know, millions of years of evolution and we have pe- plastic black... Okay. Plastic bags blowing across the street. That's what, and I see that yeah. when I'm driving. I see that. No, be quiet. I'm going Sorry. on a rant here. I got to write down. <laughs> no, I see that, but I think down. about that very idea. <laughs> what? No, just keep going. Keep ranting. I think about that very idea, and I laugh to myself because, like I said, I'll see a plastic bag fly, you know, fly across the yeah. street, which is clearly litter, and it bums me out. And I just kind of laugh, and I say this like, oh, millions of years of evolution and technology and here we are. Yeah. This yeah. plastic bag floating across the street as I'm driving home from work. Yeah. You know. So there's a lot of ways to look at that idea that you said, Amber. It's it's very thought provoking, I think. Okay. So here's the thing though, to connect us with reverse engineering. Yes. Uh reverse backwards backwards technology. Backwards technology. Backwards technology. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if we think about 
going back to when our civilization really kind of was like, yeah, uh, we go to. <laughs> That was the yeah, the yeah generation. I love the little joke with it. We're going to go back to the... When was that? I want to know. 1973. It was just 1973, and that was it. It was over. Finally, we started getting some stuff going. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're talking the dawn of the Industrial Revolution, so we're going back to, like, the 1800s or, well, you know, 19th century, and we got, like, the dawn of electricity and uh, the whole DCAC, you know, thing, yeah. uh, ACDC thing with te- Nikola Tesla and Edison and all that fun stuff. And you have this like massive... ACDC started in like 1970. It's a bunch of lies right there. <laughs> but we, we, we got this big industry kind of like, like wow. Like we're, we're starting to see like all this mechanical mm. um, engineering coming along, like the, the start of the car, um, the beginnings of the industrial The industrial age. The industrial, revolution. Yeah. The industrial yeah. revolution. But then yeah. we kind of, we're like, we're doing our thing and it's cool. And... You know, we start getting like movies, like early motion pictures. Still go back to the 1800s. You get like recording audio. It's funny to look at that. All this cool stuff. I'm sorry, but if you look back on that, where we are right now, 2023, mm-hmm. and you look back on that and that time, and you're like, they they could do that back then. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love watching Trips stuff now. Out. That's like especially how they can colorize old yeah. stuff now. Oh, yeah. I love watching like something from the 18 like 90s, like France, and they have it colorized, Ooh. and it's like. And they slow yeah. it down properly because of like new technology. And you, well, it does it's not like film, dun, 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 people moving fast. Yeah, you see some so French, cool. some French kid, and you're like, everyone in this picture is dead. Like, oh yeah, dead. oh yeah, everybody. They're all gone. And they're all. I love the ones too where they're watching the cameraman, and they all are like just like transfixed, like mind blown. Like, what are you doing? What is yeah. that device that you're filming yeah. us with? What is filming? Yeah. So, I have to go buy seven peach pits. Yeah. I got to <laughs> <like that. laughs> go back and get my chimney swinging. So. Then you have, like, you go into the 20th century, and, of course, we start having, like, you know, our movies are advancing, uh, television and all this stuff. But then we really kind of go, like, and some will say that was when Roswell happened. The first crash retrievals, and we started to backward engineer, and that's how we started to make the microchip and all of these things. And you do look at, like, the past, like, what? Hundred years, and you're like, wow! How did that? How did we have nothing for so long? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, whoa! My Kevin, my imagine old, what it I'm would sorry, be my, like my in old, another hundred years, right? Yeah. Like, we wouldn't even be able to imagine it. Oh, for sure. There, my, my old judo instructor was like, he was on on this trip. He would go into it, like he'd be like, oh yeah, and then we then and they got the Roswell thing, and then we got like. Uh, uh, solar power, yeah, yeah, like, solar yeah. power calculators. Look at this high tech stuff. You know? <laughs> and, uh, solar. Like, <laughs> we laugh at that. I still appreciate that. But if if yeah. if um if we, so if this is all what's going on, and let's let's say okay, let's 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 um redeem uh, Bob Lazar. Say oh sure. yeah, he is what he said was true. Sure. Yeah. And there's the, there was the other guy who was who has he was all burnt up. He was doing talks. He got oh Phil Schneider. Yeah, Phil Schneider. Oh, so yeah. he talked um, about him in depth not too yeah. long ago. Yeah, he talks about um, getting into a, a, a firefight with them. Right? The Dulcie yeah, Wars. The Dulcie yeah. 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 Wars. Yeah. So he has all this kind of stuff going on. And yeah. um, oh, my point was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. He's pulling on me. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 it's cool. No, we're yeah. talking about like technology and how it's come so far. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. no, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, have, so Bob Lazar, you have so, these conflicts. Yeah, well, we have all this kind of stuff, but we have Bob yeah. Lazar, and we yeah. have what he has to say. Now, let's say that's what he said, what he saw, and what he was dealing yeah. with was true. Yeah, yeah. He says that this stuff had no seams, it had no wiring, it had no connectors. Yeah, it, it didn't look like it was built. 
Right. So, like, how does that lead to a microchip? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, we 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 came up with the internet maybe, because of maybe aliens. Was, well, like, back at Roswell, that was what the. 46 40, or 48, something like that. I've never heard of dates. Well, think about it. So if your other theory about their dimension of their life is longer than ours. Yeah, they could see so, down the road, yeah. So their, their craft, though, is 40 years old. 1947, guys. Uh-huh, okay. Mm. So the technology, we got the technology from them at that period of time. Right. So even if they're more advanced now, which would be his abductions that he had, correct? Okay. Whose abductions? What are you talking about? About the seamless. Oh, uh, Lazar's thing. Oh, Lazar. Yeah, Lazar. How about? How, go ahead, Sarah. So, the information that we're getting from that is maybe because that was a newer experience, and they have sent the old craft in the 40s so we are still working off their 40 year old technology where they're so much more advanced now well how about this idea so let's we're taking roswell into account here we're talking about roswell okay so we find we find a crashed craft in roswell and it goes back to what i was saying earlier this idea so we as people we look at a piece of technology that's foreign to us Mm. We don't understand it. We, we see a, a craft that doesn't have any seams. Now, we know how we build crafts here, whether it's water or aircraft or vehicles. They are built out of, they're simply made out of welds and nuts and bolts. Mm. That's basically what they, what they are, right? Um, that's how we perceive things. That's how we found a way that, let's say, the, 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 the least point of resistance to build something and make something happen. Um, how about we take a piece of technology that we don't understand? It's a force of nature we don't understand, right? It's something out there, and we take it and quantize it into something that we do understand and make it into technology we do understand. Now, what, what, a, what a microchip simply is, is a bunch of very fine wires. That's all it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what a wire is. But it rack. has elements in it, right? It's got quartz, right? Well, yeah, but that, that's, that's for speed, Okay. And again, I'm no expert on this stuff either, but I do understand what the idea of what a breadboard is, what a wire wrap is. Um, For example, I'm an an Atari nerd, like a classic gaming nerd, and a lot of those old those old gaming systems, how they how they presented those to investors, they would have a breadboard. They call it a breadboard. They'd have a wire wrap where you'd have just a pile of wires that that only a couple people understand. Because you have to have so many little circuits running, so many little little wires running to make this thing happen. Obviously, what a, what a microchip does is condenses that all into a very small footprint, right? As opposed to having a million wires. Mm. My point is, is we are some piece of technology we're confronted with. We may perceive it, and this is how we quantize it. And it don't, okay, so technology itself, we may look at something, and again, people... This is my fifth beer, <laughs> so I'm completely talking out of my ass right now. You I'm have a fine with that. Back there yeah, now? Yeah, welcome. No, no, I just keep running upstairs really fast. <laughs> oh, uh, no, but there's but there is this <laughs> idea. I mean, I, I just <laughs> we can look at a piece of, really really fast. <laughs> we don't even see. <laughs> you don't even see me. Flash. There, we could we, we as people could perceive something that we we find a piece of again seamless. We we're talking about this yeah. idea. Whatever may be inside of that, I don't know. Right. Um. 
maybe that is where the micro came from because that's what we we as people our smartest minds extrapolated that and what that inside of those seamless things we're talking about maybe biomechanical energy bio mm, yeah. bio i mean these well, these people may have been fused into the craft they may have been biomechanically mm, raised to be a part of that craft we don't know that's one of the theories though is that i mean you get you could say biomechanical because the, i've watched alien a few times i know i've, I've seen the space that jockey. explains I, everything it explains everything we're done now good night guys we're but, fine thank you but Don't the worry. idea that these craft um i know i've i've heard that they've They've got these retrievals, and they're like, we yeah. we can't start it up. It's not like got like a little lawnmower pull on it. There's no key. There's no like secret code. Yeah, yeah, prime it. There's no there's no password. They can't type in password, and it starts off password summer one um, two three with a yeah. capital S. Yeah, um, your the favorite their favorite pet's name, um, and their birthday. <laughs> so they can't do any of this. But yeah. what if? <sighs> Yeah, my brain melted down there she for just, a hot second. The this is the one. this is the third meltdown <laughs> tonight. Is, so okay, they. Oh my god, dang it! Awesome. Oh, I have a really good point. Need a refresher there. Looks, your, your glass is a little no, empty there. I think you need some. Empty, you need some smart juice. Okay, no, no, no. Refresh. What was I just talking about? I don't even like, know. Like you, you were oh putting me to sleep. And Sarah's just laughing. Okay, Poor she's Sarah. gone. Um, we just we just melted down Sarah. We melted down Sarah. So. Okay, the past. Oh, oh, that was my point. So consciousness. So when you're talking like biological space-driven Bi- okay, yeah, we were, machines, yeah. the space jockey that they need consciousness to interact with them. Now, what if your consciousness is the password, and that's why they only interact with certain so people that have... are already programmed? Their consciousness is programmed into the biomechanics of the machine, Whoa. and so you can't access it. You can't use it because your biomechanics is completely different from the non that that, non- that intelligent. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so you're never going to activate it. You're we never going to use we, it. You just have, have to disassemble here. it and try to make it work yeah. but that's where this whole like Tom DeLong thing and with his books is yeah, that yeah. they did somehow manage to create machines that do work with our earth consciousness where we can communicate with the machine and the machine and person become one well you know and there is that idea I mean think about that we all have our, our devices yeah. they're a part of us there, it's an extension. There was a joke really on this, like, oh, there, okay. It was a TikTok video where this guy's like an alien, and he's introducing himself, and he's looking for the human. He's like, I'm looking for the he, the, the the little the little person that has a computer for a hand. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like this is we have a computer for a hand mm-hmm. now because all of us are always gripping our phone in one hand. But maybe that you know, and that that goes back to what I was saying earlier though about this idea of of you know you we've heard about these stories of of of, of again. Non-human intelligence, intelligence. Yeah. not NHIs, NHIs. Um, how we've heard these stories of them being able to speak telepathically. This yeah. idea, and maybe this is—I'm going to step on this again. Where maybe we're going into this idea. I think, is, and maybe it's for better or for worse too. You guys got sunflower seeds? No, no oh. sorry, sour strips. <laughs> sour sour strips. strips. Oh my god. We went to the Seven Eleven and got slurpees. For better or for worse, out. that's. I mean, if there's if there's any indication of the future of our species, and I say our species across this entire planet, is this idea where, with the way technology is going, it may go that way. We may be we may be all speaking on networks. We as much as I mean, yeah. again for better or for worse, we may all be we may fifty well let's say a hundred years down the road, we may never because. Ha- 
I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I talk. Well, God, clearly, I I do I do podcasting. I talk too much as it is. And Sarah, you know me for too long to know that I got a big mouth. But uh-huh. um, I found that there is strain on my body from doing stuff like that. It hurts. It burns my voice out sometimes. It, yeah. uh, I feel physical stress on that. Imagine being able to have conversations with people without having to. Because I mean, I will say this sometimes. Even doing this show, that's why it's hard to do this show sometimes. Um, it's physically exerting. I mean, as much as I know people are going to laugh at me for saying that, sometimes it's difficult to do that. It's it's hard to sit here and talk for an hour or two hours. Sometimes. I mean, you're still outputting the energy. Well, yeah, you're, you're using energy. Yeah. You're talking, right? And I'm not trying to make it out like, oh, my God, this is hands across America for Scott. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Uh, but imagine having... Having the uh, having technology where you can just sit with someone, maybe you know, we, we're already doing that where we can type. No, that's still a physical thing. You're still exerting energy. The idea of just having a conversation with someone without moving a muscle. I mean, all you're doing is just basically moving electric four four millivolts. I think that's what millivolts. Oh, we'll mm. talk about that later. Have the chip planted in? No, you're just talking. Head. You're talking. You're having a conversation telepathically. Let's just say telepathically. I'm not going to tell a tell a Telepathy is a whole different idea. I I'm think it's more mechanical I'm thinking about it like a telephone. Kind of like, so you think, you want to talk to this person. Yeah, yeah. And I'm basic, I'm sure there's like, oh, you want to make it like a phone. Do they want to talk at that time? Yeah. Like, well, I think I think it's all a matter of you know. It's, so yeah. I'm wondering if it's like, oh, it won't be much different I than how. Speak yeah, you're right. Like this person, you just imagine them, and then all of a sudden they're like basically oh would you accept a call from the kids in the african the africa the kids the school kids that yeah. had the encounter the zimbabwe zimbabwe they um they reported that they would have a telepathic like event when yeah. they made eye contact with the individual yeah and the same thing was said again with the um virginia one as well oh god right? that's a fascinating oh yeah. my god so the girls didn't say anything about being able to hear it or but they, when they yep. looked in its eyes they got a definite in, uh, uh, understanding of what yep. it wanted it was scared it was yeah. like, like, oh, crap. Like, we were talking earlier. Where you going, Amber? Nice Sorry. job. We were talking earlier about these <laughs> these other the entities that one. Great. potentially not being able to live in our environment. And if this Virginia one really did happen, which I think it did, um, and we're talking about, if you, if, you, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with this, this was in the, was it mid-90s? Yeah. Um, there was a, it, well, it was a. Cra- uh, crash. No, and no, it landed. It just landed. It just landed? It landed and started talking to the kids, yeah. yeah. Then there was no, we are talking aerial school. I'm talking Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was supposed to be a that, crash. Like yeah, a crash. crash yeah. And then they found multiple, like, aliens, right, like a found, couple of yeah, them. The one was brought up by the yeah. army guy. The yeah, military. like they, and then the, the, there's these three sisters that saw this, this entity um, crouched, or I mean, like alien life form, crouched in like a corner, like against a brick wall. And a lot of them, people that experience this, they, they all describe the same smell. Smells. And then that smell like, thing goes across different yes. other encounters as well. Which like I you. find that fascinating that they're like sulfur. Sulfur and ammonia. Like, uh, yeah, ammonia. Um, and that this thing seemed fearful. And I mean, I can't even imagine being another life form and being like, oops, like we messed up or like we crashed here. Shoot. Um, and uh, I, that... I don't know, and it's allegedly that was something the U.S. the U.S. government came and got to. That's what he said. Yeah, the, there was a whole thing. Um, as AJ on the uh, Y files on YouTube, they 
he did a whole thing, and he always does a great job with like building it up, telling us a story, and then going through and giving you the yeah bad news. I considered the bad news because I wanted it to be real so bad. But, so, what do you know about that story that you consider bad news? Um, the bad news was that um a lot of times, like the girls in particular, they get paid when they talk about it. Okay, that's hands down. Now, if you can make money and you're kind of poor, I get it. You know what right. I'm like, if you don't get a lot of money, right, take some money for it. But the idea that you're you're attempting to um uh, profit from your experience kind of put some mm-hmm. like everyone's kind of skeptical skeptical anyway so and then there's that one and then the the mother story has changed um a bunch of some other things were very strange about the what was it true some things were not they didn't line up the guy who d- supposedly died when he had contact with it he already had a disease it was oh, not so mysterious interesting. so there's like just some of that timing. stuff was yeah some of that stuff was just doesn't like eh, whatever something may have happened who knows but some of the stuff Eh, grain of salt. Well, it is a good documentary out I there. I love it. Yep. Yeah, a moment of contact. Uh, James Fox is the director. Um, but yeah, always like look at these. Do- even if it's a good doc- documentary, always look at it like, okay, like like Kevin just said. Look at like the people that are kind of going ooh, picking it apart a little bit because mm. they have valid things to say. Now I know the um, when it comes to this Grush stuff, we were talking about David Grush earlier. Um, there is a no. That was the whole point of this whole conversation. I know, we... but that's fine. That was the whole point of what I planned on doing this. But David... let's start talking about Wall Street now. What? <laughs> so David Grush, um, there is uh, Mick West. Mick West is one of the big yeah. UFO skeptics out there, and I like him. He's very polite. He's not like one of these kind of cocky jerk like. Just everything's my way or no way. I like proved you wrong. Ha, he, ha, ha, yeah, bully he's, type. he's very polite. A lot of people will say like, "Oh, Mick West is you know giving his opinion," but oh, he's so nice, Ugh. and he really is. So he kind of was like, "This was a thing I didn't agree with him." He's like, "Oh, we're just hearing more of the same crass retrieval, um, you know, blah, blah blah." And I'm like, "Yeah, but this is what all of the UFO researchers over the decades have been saying. Like, so it's not more the same thing, people." Decades ago, have been saying we have crash retrievals, we have bodies, we have you know the bodies are at, which always freaks me out a little bit that there has been bodies potentially stored at uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base over in Ohio, which is not far from you know Michigan and where we're at right now. <laughs> like, ooh, like I, I just think I want to go. <laughs> I, I just go think <laughs> if you are part of that in, inside group that knows what the hell is actually going on. You're part of that, like, you can't say shit or you will die a horrible death immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a little, talk about a chip. We have something in you that if the moment you speak about this, we go bloop with a button and you're yeah. dead. Like, we inject a poison that's in your body. Like, I could imagine something like that. Uh-huh. There are people that have some, like, there's got to be, if this is all true, there's a select group of people that have this secret so closely guarded. Because if there's bodies... And there's been people that have worked on them or had to preserve them somehow or do an autopsy on them. And the people now, according they to Grush, really wanted this according to Grush, the people that have worked on some of these crash retrievals have gotten sick. Mm-hmm. And I believe that because there's talk about radioactive like things coming off these machines, like yeah. stuff that like doesn't jive with us, maybe even bacteria. Go with the like Scott said earlier, War, War of the Worlds, yeah. um, different things that affect people. Um, Rendlesh- I think it was Rendlesham, the case over in uh, Great Britain that of a UFO that landed and, and people walked up really close to it, and then shortly after that, like got cancer and died. 
And I think um, there's been multiple like UFO document like documented cases where people have gotten sick or radiation issues uh, from getting too close. So I guess the point of that story is if you ever see something land nearby, just don't touch it. Even yeah. if you want to, don't go near it. One Aww. guy. <laughs> I wanted was, to was, pet it. Where was the one guy that was he? Was he Italian? They had the burns on his chest or whatever when. From like a, a, a port, you know, like a exhaust port or something that was on this thing, and yeah. it burned him and left him with like a hex, hex pattern, like Ooh, burn on his chest. I believe it. It was a it was a while ago. I think it was probably a fifties, forties. Something was an older version. Of there, it. there was a lot of stuff in like the first Skinwalker Ranch book uh, that was written that they talk about all these strange afflictions people have gotten from being close to these things or the phenomena all the stuff they report at that place is like i love that stories that they they post but like as many stories as they have to tell you seem like you'd have a little more something i like more because they've been documenting the shit out of that place police should you know like oh it's had cameras on like every angle they got Hmm. they've had Hmm. nids there the the national institute discovery sciences whatever the bob bigelow thing um they've had like they've been doing stuff but now that's to say though they're not you have God knows what they have in their like archives, mm-hmm. and they just are going. Well, you can't release that because you know the, the public will lose their shit and won't be able to handle it. So just put that like in your little folder on Windows and cool. No, well, is that is that like going? That's we talked about that earlier though. Is that the real problem here? Are I, we still having that problem? I think we still need more buildup. I don't think. I, I mean, I don't know because we're we're all different. Probably listeners of this show and us in this room are a little different, differently minded people than <laughs> than the rest of the public like if we well, yeah but if, I mean, if, that's if, only if the, a small community on i the know global if platform. the government came out and said like yeah there's aliens we're here we're gonna party cool and we're like yeah let's have drinks and then they're <laughs> like other people would be like no that's not cool like whoa so yeah. i i don't know it's there's uh, some people that i think would be able to handle I, it that's the question i asked though or what i was saying well I, on that point that can people won't hand, be able to handle is there a certain it, okay. threshold can people handle i mean the mm. This is could make a big, uh, uh, damn it, <laughs> a big part of the population actually yeah. like have a meltdown because it's basically that they have to see the world in a whole new view as if they literally their whole life was a full lie. Sure, sure. And Every, now your they perspective, have to, like, everything changes. Yes. Oh yeah! Just imagine the meltdown. Your belief system. Well, I, th- I think yeah. The- there's a lot of people that have meltdowns, and I'm sure there'd be people yeah. like like there's always been UFO cults like throughout the decades, yeah. like the Millerites going back to the 1800s, and all these other people that are like we're waiting for the light, <laughs> and then like they're they're like it's gonna happen on this day, and then it doesn't happen, so they pick a different date. Well, what if the date finally comes when they're there like, are, yep, here it yeah, is? There are people on this planet. There's probably people in this neighborhood. That have been raised with the idea that they are the center of the universe. Mm. Oh, sure. That this is the only place in the universe. And I'm not saying that from a place. I'm not saying that mean. I'm not being mean about that. I'm not being spiteful. This is just how they were raised and it's how they they carried through their adult life. And that's, those are the people that I mean, again, I don't want to come across the wrong way with this either, though, too, is... um, those are the people I'm worried about, <laughs> because when they, they realize, yeah, of course they're going to they're, they're going to believe that they're the only. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. until the '90s, I think it was, that we first discovered first like exoplanets in the first place. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And who, like I said, like who's to say that these things are even saying coming from another yeah, planet? Yeah. Not to mention they're a court. I mean, if 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 it's gray aliens, if if if, if, if what we're the classic gray, the classic yeah, gray, the classic gray, or if, like what's that video, the Skinny Bob video, right? Whether the, the, oh, like, it moves, you know, kind of thing, you know, yeah. whether that's fake or not, who knows? Yeah, yeah. But if that's the case, then this thing looks human. Mm-hmm. 
like I know the chances of there being other alien races in the in the universe, hundred percent. I hundred percent definitely. There's math has to be. That's a huge mm-hmm. waste of time and space. Mm-hmm. But I mean, not that they anything has to judge be up to my level of waste of time, I guess. But anyways, uh, <laughs> um, for the idea that these things are going to look so much like us is strange. I have a theory about that. So I have said this before that I think there's a pattern to successful life. So, crabs. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> crabs. I never quit beating on the mic. I'm not yeah. beating. I didn't touch anything. You're beating, on the, you're beating the mic. I didn't touch anything. Yeah. I'm Speaking of mic. crabs. Well, give, <laughs> give it enough time and enough uh, comfortable living. You'll ever, it's, called, it's called carcinization. It's car- carcinization. Something like that. You turn into a crab. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, like yeah. Crab yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of there's a bunch of coevolutionary creatures in this ocean that are all yeah. crabs. Maybe I was right. So anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just think there's like a successful pattern to what makes life great, and it's like two arms, two legs, upright. You got this functional well, brain. You're, you're these, a, you're these a function. Eyes, we build. We, you can do things because, like, we say yeah. things are sentient or have uh, have emotion, like like dolphins and uh, octopi yeah. and all these other things, yeah. but they can't do use their cute little tentacles and their Even cute if they little could, nose. They, they can't like operate and make things. They you can't, can't drive a car. You can't forge metal underwater. No. Right. Like that's so, not gonna happen. So dolphins. No. Sorry, bud. Yeah, you're limited. Well, there's a couple of things here in play, I think, and to, to your so I think point that, but, of successful life. But Amber. but hold on, I think that's why people report a lot of somewhat alien life forms that look very similar to humanoids. Well, they're built the same way. They're they the may same. only have three or four fingers, but they're sure. still kind of built the they're same. They're similar. Way. Grays now, grays. There's even like theory that grays are us like twenty thousand years from now. Um, gross. I hope we don't turn into that. But then there's also the idea that they're just like little weird alien drones. Yeah, like that's what communion. Yeah. That's what. Uh, yeah, with, maybe, yeah. Or, maybe it's because we had to get off our original planet and you evolved. Yeah, you just evolved. Yeah, you your next planet. There might be a difference in the elemental chart or what the environment is made out of. Maybe they're from the and future. Then because yeah, of that, the yeah. race theory. would slowly evolve to the gray. But I mean. So assume like the bipedal idea here, you know, where we're, yeah, bipedals, two arms, two legs. I mean, if you're going to say evolution is true on the planet, that's what evolved well, to a more clearly, successful like entity yeah. us te- or us biological Terran, yeah. being. Us Terrans sitting here right now have evolved. We're 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 a product of evolution. I mean, mm. everybody on the planet right now, we're all a product of evolution. If that's true, though, or were we? engineered because that's oh, the whole other thing that's oh, why on, that's really? why there's no missing link because the there aliens are missing came links. down we found all the, there's no, that's not a thing anymore you found them the, there's no missing link it's, it's, it moves in yeah, yeah. but that's a theory out there that the missing link like because we were genetically engineered from ufos like they came down here and kind of went "Ooh, what's going on down there there's some kind of somewhat Life okay, let's mess with their DNA, and then we became smart because yeah, of the alien but we were interference. Pretty, we were pretty smart before this messing with us. I feel so. Within, yeah. I feel like that too. Yeah. You got to give us some credit. I think. I think. Well, and that's the point here. I think you know, to your point, Amber, where these sightings we've had these these beings they are built the same way we're built. They may be skinnier or shorter. But they're still the the same, or ten feet tall, or ten feet yeah. tall. Yeah, a reptilian. But it's, a, it's the same type of infrastructure, mm. though. It's the same. It's the same build. I wish they were like Fry Guys. 
Fry Guys. Like the Fry Guys? Remember like the monsters from uh, McDonald's commercials back in the 80s? Oh, God. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> see that? Fry Guys? That scared the hell out I got of some, me. I got some McDonald's robots. That, like the pancake box turns into Damn. a robot and a dinosaur. Like they're over there. I could show them to you. But like that could happen. Oh, the because Transformer ones? They were kind of oh, Transformers, Transformers of like like the Big Mac McDonald's. box turns oh, into a God. robot. Oh, yeah. If it was Optimus Prime. They somewhere in my mom's house. <laughs> I love them. They're my favorite McDonald's toys. Um, I will no, say, that, no, we probably on. should wrap it up here, but I'm let's sorry. end on we like a disturbing it. note. We don't okay. Go. I'm having um, fun. I'm not going anywhere. No, I know, but we don't want to go for like four hours. We're going to go for We're going to go full hour. We're going full hour. Um, one of the That's things good. David Grush mentioned yeah. when, when Rolf Col- Ross Colthart is interviewing him, yeah. he's like, I'm not even attempt to do an Australian accent, but he asked, no, I can't. He asked him if aliens or non-human intelligences have... Murdered humans. I like that you used the word murder. I know that was like extra. I thought that was extra. You, you mean they've they murdered? murdered. Yeah. And well, I'm like, murdered. I'm like, murdered. but Grush kind of like kind of goes like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like there maybe have been some instances where you had this malevolent dun, 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 to bring that back, but you had like <laughs> these instances <laughs> where maybe the aliens weren't so. Nice. And then he also, Ross, asks him, well, have people been killed to cover up this secret? Well, duh. Yeah. Duh. That's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. I firmly feel that the government has done a lot of, like, pew, 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 we're going to kill you, like, for, loose, for, for getting doing rid of loose ends. I, I'm sorry. When you look into, like, the whole Kennedy thing, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into that one. But, like, dude, I feel like that guy was, that that's too weird. Like, the guy who clearly, killed Kennedy was the killed. killed. The guy Kennedy. who killed yeah. Kennedy's killer was killed. killed. Kennedy. Yeah. That, that's the I don't know line. about the Grays, but there is alien the connections with Kennedy. Kennedy that he that knew there. alien secrets yeah. and told Marilyn Monroe and told some other people, and so like they had to take him out. They were like, the yep. twelve people we sent to Serpo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Serpo thing. Have we ever yeah. done a show on Serpo? No, we haven't. Oh God, oh, that oh, could be fun. No, I. We are this beating the hell out of this board. We are. I'm just. I'm just saying right now. This is great. I love this. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I no, think. I, I do want to. I really hope aliens aren't jerks and murdering people. And like. I don't think they're murdering people. Like, <laughs> did you murder chickens earlier when you made food? Like. No. Yeah. So he's a murder. Well, there's a total difference. If they're a different species, okay, they're fine. Not let's, let's shift us. gears into that idea. But, so. But like, well, I mean. Okay, if we go back little to Phil Schneider, accident. though, like with the little Dulcie Wars and like Phil Schneider comes down in his little bucket and he's underground and then they're like, the aliens are down there living, doing their thing. And they're like, ha, ha. And everyone's well, like, ha. Okay, well, and then they go, pew, pew, pew. Okay. And they shoot each other. <laughs> okay, so. Oh. Yeah, somebody else taught me besides yeah. Amber. Maybe it was a little bit of accident. But, okay, so one thing maybe, that maybe I wanted little, to mention. Maybe a little okay. bit of accident. <laughs> Sarah, please. The mic, Sarah. Get right up on that microphone. The floor is yours <laughs> for the rest of the night. I don't want anybody else talking. Line of the night. Well, okay. A little bit of so, accident. <laughs> a little so bit of accident. How we were talking about, like, good or bad. Um, so in Grush's interview, he says that they're very malevolent. Yeah. Hey, he said A couple it. of them are. He's uh, not. But, yeah. and then um, I, I heard him a few days later, um, Dr. Stephen Greer actually uh, did a conference. Yeah, yeah, he did a big yeah. long and, one. And yeah. um, he was saying that all the aliens are good. He's a very big proponent of aliens are good and here yes. to help us. Yes, he is. That's always been his but, thing. But so I was actually thinking about this lately. Um, the fact that, okay, so some people could say these aliens are bad. 
some could say, oh, these aliens are good. But at the same time, so I'm thinking about it as if how we are ourselves. Like, I'm not a bad person, but the other person does not know that. Or maybe that person don't like me. You're going right there. Keep going, please. So what we judge as good or bad is very subjective. And it it all has to do with our perspectives on everything else. So, yeah. Take um, this in, not to cut you <laughs> off, Sarah, but I'm gonna, I, 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 I'm with you go on this, it. and I want, I, I, I'm, and I want, I'm gonna stay with you on this idea. Oh, go for it. Here's a good example. You guys heard about that idea? It was at Disney a few years ago. That little two-year-old kid got a, he oh, got the alligator. Yeah, the alligator just yeah. took the kid oh, off. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That alligator, hundred percent has, he has no concept of good and evil. No. Nope. That alligator was just trying to survive. He wants he wants a, he wants a meal, right? We're talking about Disney alligators, and I seen one hunt down a pirate <laughs> for like a revenge trip. Like so, like no, it's, where'd you see that at? Peter Pan. There's a whole <laughs> there's a crocodile. Okay, well, maybe my whole theory is just shut out the door. I'm with sorry, that. I'm just saying no, you're talking you about Disney crocodiles. No, to that point, no, but no, seriously, to Sarah's point, no, but on it that, could be based that on alligator has too. no that has no concept of good and evil. That alligator doesn't have any, have any personal problems with that family or that kid. He might. He might. But <laughs> I'm just saying he might. Let's say okay. a person here who is morally good and does good things and treats people well. And then you have this kid over here that's like a major bully, major asshole, whatever. He doesn't give a fuck. Um, Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. I forgot. But anyway. Why you got to be cussing, yo? I think people can handle one word. I naturally cuss. A lot. No, PG thirteen, so we're good. Yeah, we're all right. We well, got one. Yeah, one effort <laughs> would be PG thirteen. You're right. <laughs> okay, so you have this good person here. You have this insanely social, so, sociopathic person sociopathic, here. Yeah. Not bad. Boy. Um, and you give them a container of hamsters or any creature oh, I do not like that where is smaller this is going. than yeah. us. I do not like where this is mm. going. Just I'm trying to get to my point. Get to your point. And then you give another container of this creature to the bully kid, mm. whatever. So, obviously, they're going to have a horrible experience with the bully kid. And they're basically all going to say, oh, this kid, these are bad people. Now, yeah. the person, the nice person who is taking care of their... Uh, little species, um, very well, feeding them. They're all happy and joyous. They're going to tell you, oh, these uh, beans are really good. And how Dr. – I almost said Dr. Grush. Um, (laughs) How uh, Grush uh, mentioned that they're malevolent. (laughs) Hard word of the night. and then we have Greer that's saying, oh, they're they're good. They're great. They're here to help. Well, obviously, they have the different um, perspectives. So if you put both of those cre- boxes of creatures together, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, these 
creatures are bad and like no these creatures are good yeah i get so that. Well, yeah but, one may one may one may be a pet for one right. and, yep. and food for another exactly yeah yes. exactly Sim- and and, and there's people out there that have said all the researchers out there have said there's different types of alien species that all look at us different ways there's some right. that want to help there's some yeah. that are cool there's some that look at us like food but it's all just um, like us here yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. we're all the same kind of little jerks here so Well, that's where we get into this very complicated idea of good and evil, what Mm. good and evil really is. And again, it goes, I I hate to call back on the two-year-old at uh, Disney World, but that that is a concept of good and evil right there. Now, of course, that family who lost their child and... Terrible loss. It's it's horrendous. You know, all joking aside, it's, it's horrendous. They would actually look at that creature as evil. And if it was my child, I'd probably want nothing more than to grab the nearest shotgun and blow that thing apart. I mean, I, I understand oh, 100%. that idea. Because um, it, it's, it's a natural reaction. To that. You look at that thing as evil. It's done you wrong. You don't want justice. You want revenge. Right. That's what yeah. the, Justice is a friendly word for revenge. That's all it is. Um, but the idea of what that creature is just doing is just trying to survive. It saw food. It just it went for food. It's surviving, so, but but hear me out though. Like yeah, I'm not. I think uh, earlier you're I said banned. I would, no, 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 no. I said you're earlier I was going to stick up for the alligator. I'm not sticking up for the alligator. Sometimes <laughs> with like aggressive animals, though, yeah. there are ones that get particularly aggressive. Like there will be a lot of alligators that are like, yeah, I'm not going after that two year old human. Like that's a threat to me. Like that's no, it's so too you, big. you got you got alligators and crocodiles that flex. And then you they get flex. the other one that's like. Chop on that. Same with the orcas that were attacking the ships like recently. To your point, there are animals, and I'm I'm goofing around. So maybe they're kind of like Sarah was just saying. You got the jerk version of like they do a flex. They'll flex. They're they're they're. they're, So maybe that one kind of needs to be taken out. So what? Because that one's being like a little. But but if these aliens are very much like our hamster owners, and but but maybe it's a good maybe it's the good person, the one that's like, oh, they were really nice to us. Yeah. But they were playing with them or messing with these hamsters, and one of them dies. Yeah. And it was just a little bit of accident. Yeah. Or there's this, or idea, there's this idea that I thought the, the root of this was is that some aliens, alien. Ultra terrestrial. Ultra terrestrial. I mean, I mean, whatever it may be. Non human intelligence, <laughs> NHI, comes down here. Now, a non-human intelligence, they may not have the same concept of good and evil that we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my whole point here. Was just yeah, that. do aliens have religion? We don't know. We don't know. I know. We don't, we don't know. know. Like, we don't with, know what their concept of good and evil yeah, is. With their they may be the complete, yeah. they, their idea, their, you know, and there's no way I can wrap my mind around this, but I'm going to say it. They're, they may have a complete antithesis to their life of what we, like, what we consider good. You know, just, you know, don't kill people, be cool, do do the right yeah. thing, be nice to people. Um, they may live a different way. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, they may be a warlock. Like, their idea is like, no, what we do is we kill everything. This is awesome. Yeah. This is a, it's a big old block party for us. We just come, we come or to plants. They're very, very devout. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? I can't believe these things eat breakfast cereal or something like crazy. Yeah. Like, like, what are these things the, doing? Like, just, yeah, why don't you just start eating each other? Just, just waste each other. Mm. I mean, they may have a concept of that idea. Do I or, mean, it, it's painful to talk about what it. If, but what yeah. if you know? What if they were a plant-like species? They just photosynthesize other energy. So they the, don't. The, yeah. the whole idea that, that yeah. we eat another species, other another Earthling in their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Because they went. You might if if you came to another planet. What's the chances of you looking at two different animals and being like, I see the differences. You know I'm saying yeah, like, yeah. if you never seen a dog or a cat, like seeing them next to each other, and you've never seen a mammal, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, what is this? Well, and that's that weird. Thing? And I've had people ask me that same question right there. 
you know, well, you know, Scott, you know, you, you love cats because I'm a cat nerd. Yeah. And so was, my, so was Amber. And there is that idea, well, why aren't you a vegetarian then? If you love mammals so much like that, and I do. I hmm. really do. Um, but you would never eat cats. We're not meant. I would never eat a cat. Never. No. I would no, never no, because eat a dog, they're a mammal? A cat. Right, but if you can eat a cat, there's something wrong We're with a cat. We're not meant to, like... So if you can catch a cat and eat it, something's wrong with it. They say pigs can... If you have a pet pig, they are very much, like, loyal, like dogs. Yeah. And I... And they love playing video games. Yeah, pig, yeah. see, if, if I had a pet pig, yeah. I'd probably be like, I'm never You're eating bacon again. Yeah. Like, I'm never eating ham again. So, like, the... Oh. And I know if I watched, like, some of those documentaries out there I about like slaughterhouses an and stuff yeah. like that i'd be I like i'm out i'm out i'm, I'm, I, I, I'm literally i am literally i think i did that before and then i just it started eating meat again i know yeah. it's hard because I'm i like, do like it happens everywhere it's gonna happen uh, even if i, I like just a good stop. hamburger i like a good <laughs> steak i like well you see how complicated that is, it is and, and, and it, yeah. i mean i think it does carry outside of just this this narrow idea of what we're talking about right now when it comes down to good and evil when it comes to just you know just our friendly neighborhood dogs and cats yeah. we have here yeah. in, the, in where we live and there's evidence um, now that plants have some level of consciousness too, well, yeah yes. it's like you cut off their like leaf and they're actually they like is an element of like well, screaming you, or like can, pain yeah from them. well you look at and if you look at nature i mean it's not hard to look at i mean just read yeah. You can, it's not hard. I mean, we, we can go on YouTube and see all this crazy. Yeah. There are literal zombie plants. Yeah, yeah. They will take an what, animal. I, they will they will excrete an enzyme that will go to like an ant yeah, or a grasshopper and yeah. turn into a damn zombie. Yeah. Take their body over, turn them into a damn zombie. I never heard of this And one. all they do is... Cordyceps, yeah, yeah. which are good for us. But like, yeah. yeah. But they will literally turn these things into zombies to propagate their species. Well, they're plants. So it just like... Took me back to every single horror movie scene where vines. Where the hell do you think they got these ideas from? <laughs> yeah, nature. Mm. <laughs> Damn it! I just know that, about this, the zombie that plants. TV show, the TV show, The Last of Us, right? Are right? The, I haven't it? seen that yet. That's about cordyceps zombies, where yeah. like, they have a fungal infection oh. that turns you into a zombie. That's what the yeah. whole concept yeah. is. That, that, and that's, I mean, that's, that's real life game. stuff. That's stuff that happens every. It's happening right now as we're talking. Mm. Oh yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. It's nasty. Yep. It's terrifying. But what do you think that they're concerned about the idea of good and evil? Yeah, yeah. No. I know I'm doing bad, but I gotta eat. There, there's no, there's no spiritual confusion. There's no spiritual like war going on in their yeah. minds. All they know is to do that one thing. Mm-hmm. They don't have a concept of that, and maybe that's why we, you know, we call this the evolved mind we have. We have this uh, ultra evolved mind. Us people, us bipedals, we, us dirty bags of water, I like to call us. So the last, um, the last thing I want to discuss. Um, no, we're we're going of, all night, Amber. No, we're, we're going full we can't go all night. Full People ama. are just going to turn off our podcast. They're going to be like, they ah. turn, they've already turned it off an hour ago. Okay, we're done. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, cool. But this is fascinating. One stuff. of the things Grush mentioned about bringing forth this kind of information is the quote socioeconomic destabilization factors. Oh yeah, I'm not paying taxes. If there's a, if there's <laughs> exactly. Oh, if there's if there's aliens. Yeah, you're like, bloop, bloop. I don't. What I got to give you? What? what, what, what? what? So we talked about religion being like, okay, people that are religious-based or, or faith-based, whatever, you hear about aliens and you're like, yeah, whatever, like God lied shock. to me, the Bible lied to me, whoever lied to me, yeah. there's other things, beans, but I'm not the center of the let's look at the stock market. Let's look at the other things that propel our society forward every day, such as, like he said, the socioeconomic factors of revealing that aliens exist on our planet and yeah. are a part of it yeah. and can influence it and affect us in the future. Yeah, everyone's going to go through ontological shock. Oh, my God. Imagine, like, when we say, like, the weird, like, the pandemic, the pandemic that happened. Even handle that. 
Yeah. Look I at would. the stock market, how it fluctuated. Yeah. Up and down, up and down. And, and I will definitely not. Then like, we say aliens are here? Yeah. And if, when they do that stuff where they release a new episode every week on TV shows, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's the case that aliens are real, I'm not going to handle that well. Yep. You got to give it all up now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, Duh. they'd have everybody glued to the TV. Oh, for a minute. Maybe we'll be like, I gotta go get Starbucks. Or <laughs> yeah. I do, well, think, DoorDash people, I do think people be... would get over it quickly. I we'll do. never, we'll never buy solve this. Buy stock and DoorDash. Buy stock and DoorDash. We'll never solve this this problem that we're talking about here, though. And and, and again, we were talking. We, we've, we've been talking about this this entire discussion. This entire yeah. discussion, but but with what we were discussing, yeah. how this has all come about. In the past few years, we're, let, let's just start at 2017 with the, the we are, revel- we are we are diluted with the, no 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 no. Simple let's start that. at 2017 with the revelation that there are that there are is a continuing government program, ex, you know, exploring UAP UFOs, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, let's just say in our lifetime and during the time of this show, five years, six years, seven years, one year, we could actually be sitting here one day going, "Well, shit, they're here." And like and we gonna, could, we could in, show. Our lifetime, we yeah. could in our lifetime. We could in our lifetime. Come on down to the basement, guys. We'll have a conversation. Yeah, come on down. Let's have. Yeah, no. Some of my best but, friends are ultra terrestrial. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then we become friends with them. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But <laughs> we could. It's there. I do. I'm going to be optimistic. Have you guys ever heard Black Sabbath? Mm-hmm. Let's 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 yeah. talk. I'm going to be optimistic, and I'm going to say that in our lifetime there is a possibility yeah. that we could at least learn that there is something other than a little amoeba structure. Existing on the surface of yeah. Mars. Haven't we already learned There's that? Something, we, we've learned what, it already. We though. know and, that, but it's not confirmed. We believe we it. Learn. We have to believe it. Right now, it's just belief. And, 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 what, and what if we learn that they're here, mm-hmm. right? and then they just still don't communicate with us? Yeah. That would be a bummer. <laughs> right? <laughs> they just keep jerks. doing their thing. They're like, jerks. They're like, we don't have time for those things. So we're like, just studying. Come on. <laughs> like, well, I'm cool. <laughs> you get you get we're one cool. nice one comes down and pets us like good all. Like the apes. Right, right. One comes out to study us. <laughs> Come yeah, down exactly. like, like like Uncle Traveling Matt coming in and studying the, the, you know, uh, the know. outer space, yeah. right? So I guess in this episode, oh, what was that cartoon that we watched. Which one? Oh, the that Fantastic Planet. Yes, the French one. Yeah. Yeah. What was the Fantastic Planet? It's a French film. Uh, it's a cartoon from ooh, when was that? The seventies? Oh, uh, yeah, seventies. What made it cool oh. that you watched it? Just really trippy. It's uh, a, it's, it's, it's about be- an alien race that oh. gets. Uh, children basically, and they grow them up and like study them, keep them as pets. Oh, humans. They, okay. they, human, there's two races. Humans, one of them, and the other one's a giant blue race. And okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, seeing us as, uh, as <laughs> yeah, a, they keep a us pet as pets. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if, if we want you, however long we've been going, Scott, how long have we been going? Uh, a while. Oh, two God. minutes. So if you have stuck it out to the end, <laughs> if you have stuck it out with us to the end. We want you to just realize that so we have talked a, about yeah. a lot of different topics that you can go explore on your own. Um, things we've talked about, right. like are the News Nation, uh, Ross Coulthart, uh, David Grush. You know, you can Google it. You can put it on YouTube. You can find it. You can watch it. Uh, Moment alone. of Contact by James Fox. We talked about uh, the Brazil contact thing. Area school phenomena. There's documentaries about that. Yeah. The, the Zimbabwe yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you can Google and watch and get more information on. Yeah. And, of course, you can go nuts on UFO Twitter if you're a sociopath and want to get, just, be part of that be because part, that's be sad. Of yeah, inter- oh, it's sad. Interweb but war. There's uh, Jacques Vallée. Hey, go grab all of Jacques Vallée's books, Dimensions, yeah. Uh, yeah. all the cool stuff that he writes about folklore and UFOs yeah. and different things. 
Um, this phenomena has been a part of our life for a very long time, decades. And if we're going to just start with 1947 with Roswell and say that was the dawn of the whole alien kind of... Um, uh, the phenomena, the, the idea. Phenomena, the idea yeah, that yeah. it's here. I mean, I, I know there was stuff going back, like even in old European paintings and things like that. You mm. see like some weird little like, bloop, like in a painting. You're like, well, that looks like a UFO in that painting. Who knows what the artist was thinking at the time. And, of course, we love to speculate wildly, as does the show that is wildly popular on History Channel, Ancient Aliens, that loves to speculate <laughs> about everything. Giorgio is my boy, dude. Giorgio is really flipping cool. I and I will, I love to say that like he was on our ours. show a thousand years ago. A thousand years ago. When he was just doing ours. publishing Legendary Times dude, before awesome. Ancient Aliens. Awesome, dude. And um, I was part of that show that I was there that day at your condo, at the Haunted Studio condo, whatever you called it. Bonnie. And I was there because Doug was gone. And yeah, Giorgio... We talked to George Yoda. I was kind of quiet because I was all scared to talk. We've unpacked a lot here for you to a digest. Uh, probably at, at, a break I, ne- at a breakneck speed. And I, uh, if you hung on, this hey, conversation hey, I want to see if like anyone, no, I see could, if anyone <clears throat> will email us because we got a lovely email. I think, so yeah, our last gonna, show with Maxim Furek, we had a lovely email. email. <laughs> From a guy who was like, wow. That guy was just wow. Like, he yeah. was a super cool show. I never heard that topic. Like, he was really cool. All right. If you stuck it out <laughs> with us, be the first Be the first to email us that you stuck it out this entire time, and I will send you stickers. Oh. Ghostly Talk nice. stickers and some of my Mysterious Michigan stickers. Kevin and Sarah, thank Ooh. you Sweet guys for oh, having us. Thank you very much. We're, we're yeah, going to go hang out some more, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Everybody we out there it. listening we'll to the show. We'll have to get a part two. What's that? We're going to have to get a part Yeah, two. when they <laughs> land. Ghostly Toss. <laughs> <laughs>